and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and have found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The first season is available on DVD or online and today we'll be talking about season one episode 11 the finale we were doing full parts in this episode it was a good episode it was good reality tv drama i lived for it (laughs) i actually didn't take that many notes because i was like so sucked into the episodes honestly i mean i was into it up until the shoe drama and then i was like (laughs) i'm done with these people i just want to go on to the next season like i don't want this anymore (laughs) it's the back and forth about those shoes oh my god okay so the episode starts with they're they have an eight or they have eight thousand dollar budget five months and they have to create 12 looks for a fashion collection and they get to choose their models before they leave and sorry martinique is out i was surprised i wasn't surprised i feel feel like they were gonna pick their models that they've been using yeah true she was good though so i'm surprised someone didn't snatch her up she is in the runway did you know she's in wendy's runway show i didn't notice yeah she's in wendy's when uh wendy's runway show yeah she's one of the models who picks i did notice that morgan was not in any of the runway shows. yeah i looked for her i looked for her but yeah she wasn't there and then, yeah, I wrote my first thing I wrote. Jay never won a challenge. I said that's the first thing I wrote too. I was surprised. Apparently, I looked it up, and he's the only person. Okay, spoiler warning: if anyone's watching that hasn't watched the episode, he's the <laughs> only one that has won Project Runway that never won a challenge for the entire series. That's crazy. Yeah, I I swore he had won something. Yeah, I her up. Yeah, I mean, he should have won that twenties Empire State Building inspired mm-hmm. dress. He should Agreed. have won with that one. Agreed. But- I think the only reason he didn't win that one was because <clears throat> I think Banana Republic was like that would cost too much to make. Yeah, for sure. That's the only reason he didn't win. Wendy's was easy, was pretty, but in super easy to make. Yeah. I like that when he's leaving New York, he waves to Heidi out of the cab and says, Avita Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, she says Avita Zay when it's it, by in Swedish, I guess. Uh huh. Wiener Schnitzel, the restaurant. <laughs> Avita Wiener Schnitzel. When I, when I see a Wiener Schnitzel, I always think of your mom. <laughs> when I see one too. Every time I have been to one with my mom she's gone I worked at Wiener Schnitzel I know sorry, so yeah we should tried. we should say that and then your mom pointed out it's Der Wiener Schnitzel Der Wiener Schnitzel yeah I, and then a couple years later after she said that they started going back to that did they mm-hmm. I haven't been to one in at least a decade I'm just talking about commercials <laughs> I, I don't think there's even anything for me to eat there I, I ate there once and I, it was a huge mistake <laughs> my stomach was totally mad at me yeah I think it's just hot dogs right I had a chili I had a chili hamburger oh yeah that doesn't sound like it (laughs) doesn't sound good in Stockton yep (laughs) one mistake after another (laughs) um I thought it was super cute that Heidi said bye to everyone yeah that she went out to like their cab yeah yeah I thought it was nice so then Heidi says bye to everybody they go home and then it, in 10 weeks, Tim Gunn goes and sees Jay in Pennsylvania. I yeah. see them back to back, but apparently, because one was like. Yeah, he like does it throughout the, the five months. Yeah, because so one was their, like two months away from Fashion Week. And then and then Clarison was like. 15 days. Yeah. I thought that was strange. But anyways. I don't for a second believe that Jay did not meticulously organize his office and color code all his fabric just so Tim Gunn would be impressed. <laughs> you know, it does not look like that on a normal day. 
I know because he his mind seems very co- like crazy, right? Yeah. I would he be yeah. unorganized? There's why no he, way. Why was he wearing a wig? <laughs> I don't know. He came on the scene, I was, like on the screen. I was like, "What's going on with his hair?" And then yeah. why played a gun at Tim Gunn? <laughs> gun. <laughs> And I'm shocked that Tim Gunn wasn't like, what the fuck? <laughs> even he just, it might be loaded. He just went with it. I like that he introduced him to his family as, this is Tim Gunn from television. Yeah, and I liked how he said, this is awkward. <laughs> Speaking the truth, because I'm sure it was probably really awkward. Like, what are we supposed to talk about? Yeah. I don't... Oh, I made a note that I would love to see a goat runway show. Yes, I, I'm ready to see that. I wrote that down too. Like, where's that show? He should have done it. He should have done it. He should have been I mean, models with these goats. I, so I figured the models would be walking the goats, like have goats on leashes, maybe hopping down. No, I want straight up goats. Goat fashion? Yep, no people, just all goats. <laughs> goats are cool. Um, And then I wrote... Next was Wendy, and her daughter's really cute. She is. And I looked up where she's at now, because she has such a unique name, it was easy to find her. She's a photographer. Oh. And she looks exactly like her mom. Really? Exactly like her. It's crazy. Yeah, she's a photographer, and I think in the D.C. area I saw it, but yeah. I thought it was interesting that Wendy had become, like, low-key famous in her town but I did wonder if the way she was portrayed on Project Runway ended up hurting her business in the long run because she had a small business before she went I don't think it did it seemed like I I wrote that I feel like her town built up her ego yeah but but when she died she wasn't in fashion anymore oh really not from what I could find I couldn't find anything about her still being still making clothes by the time she died i don't know i mean she even had merchandise i I wrote that down later she has merch does she yeah like oh the shirt she was wearing i think i thought she had that for herself (laughs) it did occur to me that like selling it i think she was selling it yeah maybe we'll get to it because i wrote it down but um yeah i didn't really write anything down during wendy's visit found yeah, it remarkable I, I her and her daughter designed clothes together she had a little mini model thing it was cute that's cute yeah and then she mentioned that she was inspired by fall colors cool tim gunn did point out that a sweater she had was really dragging a look down but yeah it was a jacket it was a green jacket yeah and then next we're at Carson in LA and I wrote damn that coat is ugly see I liked it I liked the pink jacket with all the details <laughs> it was so ugly I love an overstyled jacket <laughs> love it so ugly what bothered me about Carison's was when she's talking about like her criteria for whether she likes the way a looks going is I mean she says whether she would wear it or whatever and then she said like what would each one of the judges think and I think she was going about making a line wrong when mm-hmm. her main concern is are the judges gonna like this look yeah she thought about it way too much and that's why I didn't like her collection yeah I that I mean to go through every look and be like oh will Michael Kors like this look who do you, who cares <laughs> that's yeah not do you that's the whole point of it is to do you yeah I think that's what hurt her in the end mm-hmm. and so after that they're all back in New York and it's super awkward there's a billboard for sex in the city outside their apartment I saw that too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's super awkward because, like, nobody wants to talk to Wendy. Do you think this is before or after the reunion? I'm not sure. I think it's after. I think they already well, did no, the reunion because I think there's really hostile towards her. Well, yeah, no, I think it might be before the reunion because at the reunion, they ask 
the people that come back who they think is going to win. I think it's just watching the way she acted in like the interview scenes and like how manipulative she was, especially early on trying to figure out and like pretend to be their friends to find out how to get them out. Yeah, their weaknesses. Yeah, I think that's why they were so mad at her because the episodes had started airing. Mm-hmm. And then I love that car. So I would rather sleep on the couch. Yeah. Than <laughs> share a room with her. I feel it. I get it. It was petty, but. <laughs> what pisses me off so much about Wendy is that she cannot accept the consequences of her actions. Yeah. Like it's one, like she chose to come into it and like she said, play a game and be manipulative, but then she doesn't understand why everyone's mad at her when they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes me so mad. It's just like, you, if you're a, if you are manipulative and you stab people behind their backs, whatever, you have to live with the consequences that people don't want to talk to you. No. That people will be mad at you. She just wants everyone to continue being fake nice because she can continue being fake nice (laughs) i know though i don't think i would be i would probably be more like jay i would still talk to her wouldn't just not acknowledge her like harasan did it yeah it was it was petty and pointless like it was yeah it added extra drama that wasn't necessary and we should get to the point that um harasan and wendy got into huge fight a reality huge blow up greatness yeah. they're like screaming at each other though i can't really remember anything they said um i remember Karasan said you're gonna need your soul one day and you don't have it <laughs> burn and then i remember jay saying something like he hates being in the middle yeah but <laughs> they were they were literally just arguing arguing about the fact that Wendy went into it as a game and she's mad that Karasan won't talk to her and Karasan says she's not going to talk to someone who is manipulative and whatever like she's not gonna pretend to like her because she's not fake and Wendy says oh but by not talking to me isn't that you playing a game and she said no that's me being real (laughs) that was the argument basically but they're screaming it at each other it was so good it was so good um what did I write oh I wrote they they go to get makeup done next yeah say because I were I really like Julia's look was that the white shimmer eyeshadow? Mm-hmm. I was it like, was. I don't know if it says something about my age or the date this aired, but I am sold on the white eyeshadow. <laughs> like, I love I know, it. Right? <laughs> I thought her look was great. It, she had like kind of a futuristic look, but that like, she wasn't like washed out. It was really good because she has oh. a like, nice skin coloring. So that you can easily get washed out. I... I mean, white eyeliner, white eyeshadow, I will buy into all of it. But I think that's an early 2000s thing that they don't do anymore. (laughs) I have white eyeliner on. on Do you? Yeah. (laughs) That's a trick to keep yourself looking like you're more awake. I started doing that after I had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wrote, haha, Wendy has merch. Her hat says the long shot. Oh, I didn't notice the hat. I know. I mean, she pointed out when she traded shirts with that random guy. But and I assume actually, she just made it for herself. I actually laughed really hard because that's something I would do. Just like meet somebody and be like, okay, now we're instant best friends. Let's trade clothes. <laughs> Too bad you know it. <laughs> oh, and then I wrote, Wendy's losing it. Because remember, she was crying because, because it's like, <laughs> and Jay are running late. Yeah, she's full on crying like somebody died in the elevator like sobbing thinks that they are too slow but she's dramatic i don't know why she didn't just go get a taxi herself and go like i I don't she probably wasn't allowed to maybe maybe because there were probably only one one film crew but it's like just say something to him be like let's hurry up Let's hurry up. We got places to be. No, she stood in the elevator and cried. Okay, and then 
one of the things they went and saw Michael Kors and she asked if they were going to have access to Michael Kors shoes because apparently Wendy had not occurred to her that she like that she needed shoes for her outfits and I was like you know what this is me in every facet of my life only half prepared going into stuff going like oh crap I need that too (laughs) yeah I was actually surprised she she did not think about accessories at all yeah I relate to that, to be into something like this deep and that big and then be like, wait a minute, I haven't thought this through. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what do you think about the Carson shoe drama? Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> I was, at that point, I was literally like, if we were not recording a podcast for this, I would turn the episode off and go on to the next <laughs> season. Like, I'm so tired of these people. <laughs> right they were on and on about those stupid shoes and it was pointless in the end because they said oh we're going to tell the judges that they can't judge your like they can't take your shoes into consideration with your outfits and it was never mentioned by the judging it was never like talked about nothing it was completely irrelevant I don't know how Karasan missed that in the contract that she signed because Jay even said like this was in the contract that we're not allowed jay reads his contracts thoroughly which i will get to when we get to the end of this episode (laughs) yeah i have it too i have it too i looked it up yeah i guess yeah maybe she didn't read it but anyways yeah she had all these shoes given to her that were worth probably more than the budget and the producer's like you can't do that you cheated yeah and she didn't understand why it was okay for Michael Kors to give shoes to Wendy but not okay for this company to give shoes to her and And they had to explain like it's because you all had access to the Michael Kors shoes yeah Wendy made a great point they weren't her first choice and everyone had access to them yeah these were designed she should have paid for them don't get why I, I don't get why she just didn't have them give to her at a, a decent price but i think she was but she she tried to have them given to her 15 dollars a piece and tim gunn's like no this isn't gonna work like yeah the judges but i think if she did that beforehand i think it would have been okay but i think the reason she freaked out so much is because i bet she promised this company exposure and maybe freaking out on her end like holy shit these models have to wear these shoes or I'm going to get in trouble, like get sued or something. Yeah, it was. I mean, she messed up. She messed up. And she but was the argument was so boring. <laughs> and I, I think she was freaking out so hard is because I think she promised the free promo. Yeah, it could be. It happens again in a later season. I literally put, I'm bored with the arguing. I want season two. I need more personalities. Karasan's shoes are boring. <laughs> That's it. All right. So then, yeah, you know, they get to the no shoes because um, they're, at, they're at the runway. And I can't believe how many models are late. Yeah, it must be a model thing. It seems like this, it, throughout Project Runway, they're always late. And it's just bizarre to me because I feel like you get blacklisted maybe because they were like oh they're just this reality show I don't care maybe but like half of Jay's models are like yeah they make it there eventually but I don't it's just crazy our judge for this week is Parker Posey I do like Parker Posey. I was excited. I liked her big hair. She had giant hair. It was good. Yeah. Um, so what, who, who is your favorite runway show? Who is my favorite runway show? Yeah. Probably Jay. Yeah, I guess I would have to say Jay too, but I honestly did not like anybody's. I liked Jay's concept with the headphones. And I liked some of his jackets. I wrote Wendy's the- had corduroy pants. They looked like corduroy pants anyway. Maybe they were like velvet pants or something. No, I wrote but- for Jay. I wrote Goodwill Chic. I love the Burning Man boots. I didn't notice the boots. I noticed the quilted floor length jacket, and I was like, I'm sold on the, <laughs> the quilted jacket. No, he had some big furry boots, and I was like, oh, 
that's Bernie man remember my furry boots <laughs> do you still have those somewhere I would never get rid of those <laughs> <laughs> they probably smell like Playa they do <laughs> they do and I'm still caked with it I, you I see the video I so sent much. you the other day uh-uh. <clears throat> I sent you a video on Instagram um I hated Karasan had she did like this a pilot type aviator concept and I one of her looks was like a green flight attendant uniform <laughs> it was not good I really didn't like carousels because I felt like it was done and then I also did not like how long the dresses were so yeah the one where the woman couldn't walk the model couldn't walk yeah Michael Kors even makes a comment because I guess she's pretty famous yeah can't walk in it nobody can walk in it yeah so yeah I thought hers was really done and then I wrote down for Wendy that it was dowdy without even thinking about Tim Gunn I was like dowdy that's so awful I didn't mind some of the tops but the pants were not good and the out like it there wasn't like a line of cohesion throughout like there was a lot of misplaced looks and then there was a woman that just full-on had her nipples out yeah <laughs> and then Melissa yeah. looked like one of Dracula's wives like that was full-on <laughs> costume <laughs> I thought Melissa looked the best out of everyone on the show but that was Dracula's wife she could have been in <laughs> any Dracula movie yeah I was really disappointed with the final looks I was like all of these kind of suck and it's not because of the time period. There was like, bleh. No. It, like, to me, Jay's looked like he went to Goodwill and, like, put outfits together. But, I mean, at least they all kind of went together. Yeah. And I did like his music concept. Like, yeah. I think he had a good concept. Yeah. So, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would pick Jay, and that's who ultimately won. And so... I don't remember what any of the judges said. Do you? I think I wrote down what some of the judges said. I did. They talked to several people backstage and there is, I was going to look this up, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. There was a, a model in there named Yvonne Seo. She was mm -hmm. an American Ashley movie. <laughs> That's all. How do you know that? Because I really liked American Ashley as a kid and I saw the movie like 5,000 times. So when her face popped up, I was like, I know her. Which movie? Um, I think it was Passports of Paris. She was yes, a model yeah. in Passports of Paris. I love Mary Kate and Ashley, but I wasn't really into their like random movies. I love It Takes Two. It's like one of my favorite movies of all I time. I love It Takes Two. No, I watched, we, I had all, maybe not all, I had most of the Mary Kate and Ashley adventure movies. And uh, then all their preteen ones where they traveled the world and did a movie in each country <laughs> yeah I really liked it takes two I had a poster in my room I've seen it so many times that I could like just mouth the words and my first mother's day Jimmy was like what do you want and I was like I want you to take the baby for like two hours so I can watch it takes two. <laughs> I noticed it was on Netflix <laughs> I love it <laughs> And it was great. I had a great Mother's Day with my baby, but I also had a great me moment. <laughs> I, I, I know they're never going to go back to acting, but <laughs> there's, there's a little part of me that was like, oh, I'd love to see what movie they made now. They never will, but. Oh. I just want to be friends with them. They seem really interesting people. They do. I they're, think it was, I think it was so Ashley. They're what? so antisocial now. They rarely do interviews, but whenever one comes out, I'm like, what'd they say? <laughs> I know. No, there was like, I think it was Ashley posted on social media of her holding like a, like a, a drink that looked like beer and a machete. It's I like, saw that. Yeah. Her boyfriend <laughs> posted it. She's hiking and she's like wrapped in like white sheets. <laughs> so bizarre. And then like Mary Kate is like tied, was tied to Kanye back in the day. Really? I know Mary Kate like um shows horses. She's got like a whole other career where she's like a horse jockey. 
I'm happy for them. I'm really, they got out of the business and they're living their best lives and they're very business savvy. And I think it's really cool. Apparently. Okay. We're going completely off topic, but it's a weird topic I know about. (laughs) Apparently from the time they were really young, their parents made them go to business movies, like business meetings. If they wanted to do something like they had to go to all the behind the scenes meetings, even if they didn't understand what was talked about. So they went to all the contract meetings and the meetings about like funding and like they had to do all that stuff from the time they were like in elementary school. That's really nice. That's nice to see here because like you see so many stage parents that just don't give a fuck about their kids. They care about the money. Yeah. Like you hear about that. What what's that girl's name from Stranger Things? I don't watch it. Oh, that Billy something Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown. Something like no, sorry, not something Brown. Brown. What Millie Brown? Something I can't think. Yeah, but yeah, her family moved from England to LA for her to start her career, and then like they let her date a twenty-three-year-old when she was sixteen. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah, and he wrote gross stuff about her. Oh, I hate men. (laughs) Even though I'm surrounded by men, I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's get back to the show. yay wendy had no chance she was out first yeah the judging do you think it happened on the same day as the show or they just made him wear the same clothes the next day to make it look like the same day i think they will they either i don't know because they mentioned that the show didn't start until 10 o'clock at night yeah so they're like there in the middle of the night i'm assuming i don't know that's a very good question. I wish I knew. The Great British Bake Off, they make them wear the same clothes the entire weekend so that when they piece it together. But looks right. I believe it. I mean, they probably did film it the next day. I'm sure Hardy was like, fuck it, we're at Fashion Week. I want to party. Probably, yeah. Well, all of them probably were like, but so judging, no, this is something I wrote. Um the final they have like the the model that they chose and the final look from the show come out when the judges are talking to them and mm-hmm. judging only on those looks Karasan would have won like, what did her model wear yeah it was the white like, dress right yeah it was a really classic thing. yeah michael Kors said it looked too much like gucci and even the model said that the model, yeah. i feel like i'm wearing gucci and i feel like that was her downfall in my opinion, looks. she would have won just based on final looks. Her her fault was that she made looks that have been done before a hundred times. That she wanted the judges to like them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was rooting for her, and the whole time I was like, "Why didn't Carousel win?" And now I kind of get it. Yeah. When they go backstage, Jay's talking about how. Regardless of what happens, he knows he he likes what he did and it's his own style. And Wendy says that she likes her clothes and she tried her best. And Karasan says the judges made positive and negative comments about everyone. She was still too focused on what the judges were saying. Like she wasn't thinking about her clothes or the work she did. She was just that's, very focused on the judges. That's a really good thing to point out. I didn't notice that, but you're totally right. And yeah, that's her downfall. She wasn't, she sh- should have true to herself because she had some of the best outfits on the show she did she, like early on in the show she the was, wedding dress in the coat in the coat yeah i think that goes down in project Burberry history of like some of the best looks like i can't get over how good that wedding dress was when they reshowed it it was so pretty it, you could wear it today and still be in style she did Definitely some of the best looks of the season. She should have just kept making those cool ass coats. And she probably would have won. Maybe. Anyways, yeah, so we get to Jay. Jay wins, but doesn't take the prize. He doesn't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned out, I, I copied it from Wikipedia. Jay turned down the money and mentorship, citing a contractual clause that Project Runway would own a 10% stake of all his professional ventures in perpetuity. The company has since dropped this clause. And I had to look up what in perpetuity meant, and that meant for it, it is 
any amount of time. Yeah, for like and for as long as they want, like ever. Yeah. So he's smart, man. He's smart. He read the contract. Another interesting thing I found about him that I thought you would like, he now works on the wardrobe department of Mara Beastown. And where? Uh, the wardrobe department of Mara Beastown. Oh! Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Good for him. I love him even more. <laughs> He's still working in fashion. I wonder if one of his siblings is a lawyer. Because he has six siblings yeah he's from a big Five siblings family. yeah so i wonder if one of them's a lawyer and was like don't you fucking sign that. <laughs> maybe i don't know i, I mean like super eager to sign it like um i remember somebody was talking i was watching like true Lo- or um what's the e show that was like e true hollywood story and it was about reality tv and this lady was on uh on uh american idol and she rode a scooter and that was her like gimmick and people all called her scooter girl and so when she signed the contract to audition she didn't know that they literally owned her image (laughs) so she couldn't even a scooter company was like we want you in our commercial and she couldn't do it oh gotta read the contract (laughs) she was in one episode of america because she didn't get past the judges because she sucks but her gimmick was she was on a scooter that sucks (laughs) why did you sign that i mean because they want to be on tv so they'll do what they do whatever it takes to get on tv i don't want nothing that bad (laughs) reading that contract you don't own me yeah i'd be like what you own my image no but yeah i'm excited for season two i'm so excited for season two i want some new personalities to enjoy we get centeno whatever his name is centino apparently centeno. jay was involved in helping cast season two also it said on wikipedia oh look that up that's interesting huh. i feel like season two had a, a, a good amount of like funny people on it i hope so after that show like season two i liked i got into project runway i think during season two i didn't actually originally watch the first season i can't i can't, I can't remember like it. i can't I'm remember sure what- i got into it on the second season and the watch reruns but i remember having to go home i think it was like thursdays or wednesdays or something be like hey I, I, project runway's new before <laughs> more dvd dvrs i was like i gotta go home and watch project runway <laughs> That was like the summer you practically lived at my house, right? <laughs> yes. I would go to your house and just sleep. <laughs> you were over that entire summer. Your family was in Massachusetts all summer. So you were just like, I got to eat and you'd come over here. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, it was like the first year I didn't go. I didn't go with my mom for some reason. I don't remember why, but yeah, I would go to your house all the time. I like your dad's cooking. <laughs> I like those sausages; they were good. <laughs> Bratwurst. Yeah, and you guys had relish. Like I never had relish in the house because my parents don't like it. <laughs> Is that what you're <laughs> so, I discovered it relish at your house. Yeah, and snickerdoodles. I discovered that stuff at your house, and I was like, this shit's good. <laughs> Yeah, that was when we first went to, that was when we were going to Delta too, right? I think that was before. I think you started Delta after that summer. Yeah, I just remember pulling up, be like, ready to go to school? (laughs) I remember like walking into my room one of those mornings and you just being asleep on my bed. Like, oh, you're here early. I'm not ready yet. (laughs) Yeah. I had to wake up hell early because you guys were like 30 minutes from me. Yeah. So I I, w- I had to be up fucking early. And I remember too, I remember letting my brother, this is like the best thing, prank my brother ever pulled. It was so funny. I remember letting my brother borrow my car to go to work the night before. I was like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sleep. You can use my car to go to work. He worked a dollar tree. And then it was super dark when I had to go pick you up. 
because it was that early and then I turned my windshield wipers on and they stopped and I was like what what's going on and I see a huge rock in my windshield I was like oh (laughs) and I like got up screaming what the fuck and I pulled it up I was like oh he got me good (laughs) I remember when they had those at Dollar Tree yeah (laughs) he got me so good and I wasn't even mad about it (laughs) And I told, I saw him later that day. I was like, he got me so good. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> Remember the uh, one time you drove your dad's car was the one time you had to call AAA because we ended up with a dead battery at Delta? No. <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't remember if I'm sure it happened. <laughs> what it was car the, was it? The shark. Oh my God, the shark, that fucking car. <laughs> You oh drove God, it. finally got rid of it I don't remember what he did with it I don't know you drove it once in that whole semester and that was the one time we were stranded after school waiting for AAA <laughs> you know it always boggles my mind like living in Sacramento and calling AAA and they actually come within like 20 minutes because you know in Amherst County it takes like two hours mm, it's not too bad it's probably not 20 minutes yeah, no, I remember the first time I called Triple A in like Sacramento. I was like, you're here really fast. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's like part of our job. I'm like, dude, we're out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially at night. I remember one time I had a call Triple A one time because my, this is so funny. My brother stole my dad's car, the shark, and backed it, accidentally backed it into a ditch and called me begging for me because I had Triple A, begging me to come over there. And um, I was like, oh, fine, I'll fucking go. And then when you call AAA, you have to be there. That person who's a joke to that count. So we waited like two hours at like two in the morning. And I was like, you owe me so much for this, bro. (laughs) We've gone several times because one of my brothers, for some reason, he won't just get AAA himself. And every time he breaks down, he calls someone in the family to come stand next to his car and wait for AAA with him. It's time for him to get him get it himself. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, that's like the only thing my parents pay for now. Still, is AAA, and I think I don't know why I get it. They don't give it to my brother. <laughs> afraid that like I'm, I'll get stranded. Their and only I, daughter. They don't want you uh, left on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I was the only one that they bought a cell phone for because they didn't want me to be stranded. But yeah. Um, so my cell phone account is still linked to my dad and I keep calling them be like I've had this phone since I was 18 years old and I've been paying for it since I was 20 please change the name and they're like we can't we can't I'm like what you have to like make a new account and get a new phone number well I refuse to they I get different answers every time. Someone's like, oh, your father asked me the one that authorizes it. Or like, you need to go into person and authorize it. And I'm like, I'm 34 years old. <laughs> you look look at the payment history. It's always been either Caitlin Lewis or Caitlin Lieburn. Like, so everything I get from Verizon still says, hi, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, they won't like when my phone died a few weeks ago and I wanted to get a new phone, I hit issues because it's still under my dad's name. I'm like, come on. And of course, when I tell my dad, can you call Verizon? He's like, no. Why would I do anything to make your life easier? He doesn't say that, but that's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact. (laughs) Have you had the same phone number since you've had a cell phone? No, I've had. Yeah, that's my big flex. I've had the same phone number since I was 18. The first phone I got, I bought like a track phone at Walmart, a pay as you go phone. Uh-huh. And I don't even remember what that number was, but. No, I've always had Verizon because Verizon was the only thing that worked in Amherst County for a long time. Like, well, it was the only thing that worked in Side Amateur County you lived on because yeah. it didn't work where I lived. Yeah, it worked where I lived. Yeah. 
We had to get at and Remember that time? Remember that time at Delta? We ran across the street and I dropped my phone. I was talking literally. I was telling someone about that a couple days ago. We were <laughs> booking it across the street in your phone. It was an back in the day when they made phones that you could just put back together. Yeah, hit the ground because it still worked. It, it, yeah. it just it just shattered. But it was like six ass, different pieces going opposite directions. <laughs> And I just took that big ass battery back in and it worked. <laughs> it was like the yeah, cover we popped the off, off, the either. back popped off, the battery popped out. Like all went oh, up. Yeah, that's when we was we used to go to the Stockton Mall all the time. Remember? Because Katie had that big class. Like every we week. running from one mall to the next. <laughs> Across traffic. <laughs> that is so funny. And then did you ever meet my friend? I don't think he did, but yeah, he his car, he used to go to Delta too, and his car got stolen from the Delta parking lot. And this cops found it like a week later at a meth house. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'd always stole my truck and stocked it. I don't think you did meet him. No, no, you did meet him once. I feel like I'm the one that introduced That's why I'm confused. I'm like, I'm, I think I Are introduced you. Are you the one that introduced him? <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember how I met him. I think I met him on like MySpace or something back in the day. Yeah, I know you. Now that I think about it, I remember going downtown Jackson with you two. Yeah, he was from like Calveras or something. Yeah, and then he turned into like a crazy Trump supporter last time I looked at his Facebook. So I was like, really? I I haven't talked to him in years. I haven't talked to him in years. I remember he got a new girlfriend that he ended up marrying and she was like really jealous so we stopped talking it wasn't that big of a friendship anyways there's no I was like whatever and yeah last time I was like oh what happened to him and he had got divorced and he had a bunch of Trump shit I was like oh, I'm out <laughs> I'm not reaching out talking to you no I'm good <laughs> it's been what 15 not 15 years pretty close probably actually 15 years from what since we would have talked to him last yeah no maybe a little bit not as much I mean because we graduated high school so maybe 14 years yeah so probably about 14 years because I think I was in my we were in our 20s well we never ended this episode oh <laughs> But yeah, that's funny. If if you if you introduce me, that's funny because you also introduced me. To and I still talk to him on and off. No, I didn't. You know what? I didn't introduce you to him. We met him through Space Potatoes. That was completely accidental. That was just he was a random person we added on Space Potatoes that stuck around. <laughs> no, it's not true. No, you showed it to me. You were like, oh, this person has the same t- music taste as me it was online it, it was because of space potatoes <laughs> I didn't know him like it wasn't someone like I to this day I think I've maybe had half a dozen conversations with him ever it was just through space potatoes that somehow he ended up on our friends list oh, that's even that's even better I would <laughs> be like do you know what space potatoes yeah I'll text him right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep some names at the end of this episode. (laughs) He texted me today because he apparently Doritos is making Cool Ranch potato chips. Like Lay's has Cool Ranch potato chips, but there aren't Doritos. What? Doritos has Cool Ranch Doritos. I'm so confused. Yeah, but they're like regular potato. See? I can't see anything because of your background. <laughs> kind of see it right there. See I it? see Lay's. Yeah, it's Cool Ranch flavor, but potato chips. So Lay's and Doritos affiliated? Yeah. Weird. So yeah, he texted me this morning. I was like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he'll, he'll just talk to me randomly. I think that's been like yeah 14 15 years yeah I think that's I literally I I don't remember how I think it was messaging him through space potatoes or like adding <laughs> going through and we'd add just like tons of random people on space potatoes 
our, our biggest flex is that we got we got face or myspace back from the guy from cobra starship remember he answered us yeah we gave him a letter and he said hey your story about how all you wanted from life was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich i will never forgive you for cock blocking me because i totally could have hooked up with him that day but you didn't have an id for the bar yeah he even gave us money he gave us money to get into the bar I would have ditched you too. I would have been like, bye, bitch. <laughs> I tried to get in. I would have been like, give me an out. It was those stupid earrings that messed me up. I, I was wearing those stupid light up earrings. So unfortunately I stood out when I put on your wristband. And so he oh. knew that I hadn't had an ID earlier in the night. Oh yeah. Those and- stupid. I should have taken those earrings off. But I didn't think of it. Oh, well. It is what it is. I think I was actually had a boyfriend at that time too, so I don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but then I remember. Oh my god, because I met his manager. His manager tech got my phone number. I don't even know that he. That wasn't like the manager of Cobra Starship. I don't even know who that person was. They like managed one of the other bands, or they man. They had something to do with the management at the club or something. Something, but yeah, he introduced me. But then he started texting me, and I'm like, ew. He sent me some gross shit. I'm like, you think this really works on girls? <laughs> like, no, block. <laughs> no one's interested in you people are interested in cobra starship <laughs> literally i talked to you because you said cobra starship was there <laughs> yeah you said that you could hook us up and you introduced us didn't he introduce us or was he just some random person i don't remember i don't think so i think we just met him out front of the club they weren't a big enough band especially at the mm-hmm. time they were not big enough for that many people to care so i think we were just hanging out out front of the club talking to him like it wasn't he was so cute. What's his name? Gabe Saporta. Oh yeah, yeah, he's cute. He's cute. I still, I'm still mad at you. It could have been my big flex hooking up with. Kobe. I got you his autograph like the summer before that, though. <laughs> it didn't. Didn't he write Caitlin sucks or something on the ticket? <laughs> <laughs> it did. It says something mean. I was like, why did you do this? <laughs> I didn't tell him to write that. I said, oh, my friend couldn't come to the concert. Can you sign this for her? And he's like, what's her name? <laughs> and he said that you sucked because you didn't come. Oh, that's so funny. I miss those days. I drove past the boardwalk the other day. Oh. I thought of you. I think it closed during COVID. Does it like close? I mean, I think it had closed a couple of years ago also, and then it had reopened. I think. Yeah, I think I think it's officially dead. Which is I sad. mean, the music scene in Sacramento isn't what it once was. Yeah. I went with my niece like two years ago to Ace of Spades to a band that I did not know. <laughs> I like Ace of Spades. I and then, that. oh, and then you missed out on that 90s concert that we went to at the beginning of last year. That was probably more fun than the band I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Was it Cobra Starship we saw? Poor, no, we saw them at Ace of Spades. We saw them at both. We went more than once. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just remember that opening band and then that picture you had of me on MySpace. I'm just like, I think I posted that on Facebook several years ago. It was the Um, band that had like, I think their song was like One Tree Hill or something like that. It was, was that the band that Miley Cyrus's brother was in? No, that was even worse. (laughs) Everyone about that. Remember they were like talking about like hooking up with like 14 year olds? It was fucking gross. I don't remember. I remember the, (laughs) you playing, um, what game was that out front of I get Twister. Yes, Twister out front of the boardwalk with the PETA guy. I always I hate PETA. <laughs> I hate him. I don't like their ethics. And plus they hire those guys. That cheat. A twister. He roundhouse kicked me. 
<laughs> that game would have gone on forever if he hadn't, though. Yeah, like, was, neither of you were going to win. Wasn't it like in front of Carl's Jr. or something like that? It was in front of the boardwalk. It was like, I mean, it was like the parking lot, I think, next to Carl's Jr. But yeah. Yeah. I was driving with my niece, Lizzie, and I was like, that's the boardwalk. And she had like no idea what it was. I was like, oh, you, you never will. The music scene in Sacramento is like, there's nothing left of it. Yeah. Yeah. Every want- time I look up like, oh, what bands are going to be at Ace of Spade? I'm like, hmm, there's no one. I wonder if it's because of COVID or was that before COVID? It is before. Oh. I have been to Ace of Spades since 2013, I think. It's when I first started my new job. Or a, my job and I am at now. <laughs> it's not new anymore. Yeah. Can you believe we graduated high school 16 years ago? I can. I know. What I can't believe is that my nephew graduated high school this year. <laughs> That's what I can't believe. I know my niece is starting high school this year, and she was born a year after we ended high school. She's born in 2006, 2006. I was like, oh my God, she's like graduated 16 years ago. She's like, you're old. <laughs> yeah. Annabelle is uh, going into sophomore year of high school. She's the one I have the picture with, right? Yeah. <laughs> the one of her, like, <laughs> terrified and Katie has the biggest smile on her face. Yeah. That's my contact photo for Katie. <laughs> she'd start bawling every day and then the flash would go off and she'd be like. <gasps> <laughs> oh, you need to edit. Or I'm going to turn the recording off. But uh, I, we never concluded. Like, we've still been talking. We never concluded. All right, let's conclude it. this has been another episode of blood orange we are so pretentious you can hear us on all podcast platforms you can find us on twitter and instagram at blood orange wasp we'll be back next week with season two yay